Hey, chiropractors, we're ready for another modern chiropractic marketing show with Dr. Kevin Christie, where we discuss the latest in marketing strategies, content marketing, direct response marketing, and business development with some of the leading experts in the industry. Hey, Doc, welcome to another episode of the Modern Chiropractic Marketing Show. This is your host, Dr. Kevin Christie, and today I'm bringing a solo episode. And what I'm going to be doing uh, over this little stretch of time, it might be a podcast episode, it might be a video, it might be a contributor, it might be a, a blog, but I'm going to start to dissect out the different ways you can do uh, or apply the messaging and story brand stuff to your practice. So, you know, we, we've all, most of us have heard about it. If you listen to my podcast or been a part of my Facebook group, you know, we've talked a lot about it a lot. Sometimes we don't get clear on how we can really apply it, you know, whether it's shooting a video, writing a blog, public speaking, or what I'm going to talk about in today's episode is actually your report of findings and how you can uh, story brand the report of findings. And I'm going to go over that today. I wrote about it in uh, the book, Doing It Right, Modern Chiropractic Marketing, and you can still buy that. You can go to our website, modernchiropracticmarketing.com, and, and pick that up if you're interested. Um, but we're going to dive into how to story brand your report of findings. You know, I'm not a huge, you know, dog and pony show report of findings guy, but I like to have a nice, concise, effective communication with my patients. And I do think a report of findings goes a long way. Uh, but what we're going to start out with actually is um, a history and consultation. I'm not going to get into the details of, you know, the history and consultation as we learn from a healthcare standpoint. Uh, you know how to do that. You're trained in that. You can do how you do, you know, do it the way you do it. Keep at it. If you feel like you're struggling with that, there's other resources you can utilize to improve your history and consultation. But what I do want to discuss as far as that uh, H&C goes is the what you can ask them at the end of it and this comes from strategic coach as many of you know i'm uh, trained by them for about seven years and i think one of the things i bring to the table is the ability to take some of their concepts and apply it to our profession and and um, this is the r factor question it's no different right so the way they teach us the r factor question really doesn't relate uh, to our patient care and so let me read what the R factor question is and you'll see uh, how we can kind of alter it a little bit to make it more applicable at the end of a history and consultation. So here is the R factor question from Strategic Coach. If we were meeting here three years from today, what has to have happened during that three-year period for you to be happy about your progress, right? Um, now, I would ask that to any coaching clients that I have because I do want to know what they would make them happy and satisfied in three years. But as it relates to, obviously, your patient encounter, that's just too long of a time frame. And so the way I've altered it to fit um, at the end of a history and consultation, and you can change this up a little bit, but you'll get the idea, right? And so it goes like this. When we reach the end of our treatment plan, looking back over that period of care, what has to have happened for you to feel happy with your health progress, okay? And then you're just going to let them talk. And this is where you're going to really get to the that internal conflict they talk about or what's the deep-rooted issues that they're having that's bringing them into the uh, office, right? So if, you know, if, it's, if Mary's got the knee pain, she's most likely not going to just say, 
uh, I want to get rid of my knee pain. Obviously, that's going to be part of it. And if she says it that way, you could then ask a follow. Like if someone, some people are pretty short, and it's like oh, I just want to get rid of my knee pain. Yeah, you know, then you could ask like, um, what would that give you the ability to do if you got rid of the knee pain? But and then they could go from there. But ultimately, they're probably going to answer the question differently and say, you know, I really just want to be able to walk at night with my husband. Uh, I really enjoy that because, you know, maybe for her, that's the best communication she has with her husband throughout the day. Or maybe it's, you know, I just want my shoulder pain to go away so I can play catch with my son. Or maybe it's uh, I want the headaches to go away so I can concentrate at work and be more productive. That's where you're going to get into that internal conflict and even potentially the philosophical conflict that they talk about in the seven uh, aspects of story. And so let's review that a little bit. Um, the, the seven characters of the story is going to be one is the character, so that's the patient. Two is the, um, the problem, which is broken down into external, internal, philosophical conflict. I think in this case, I like to apply the internal conflict as the condition, right? The knee pain, the headaches, the TMD, whatever it may be. The internal conflict is the things they can't do. They can't compete in that marathon. They can't walk with their husband, can't play catch with their son. Um, and the philosophical is like, I don't want prescription medications or opioids. I don't want surgery. I don't want long periods of rest. I don't want, you know, that type of, you know, I don't want chronic pain. Those are the things that you provide an alternative. So that's number two is the problem with the sub uh, groups there. Three is introducing you as the guide okay and we're going to show you how to do this during the report of findings here in a minute four is the plan five is them taking action that will lead to success which is six and avoid failure which is seven okay so that's just a review you can the, the book building a story brain is great there's all kinds of resources on there uh, re, you can reach out to john morrison he's a great resource inside our facebook group as well on on the story Let's take a break from today's episode and announce our sponsor, Propel Marketing and Design. I've known Darcy Sullivan for years and we've worked hand in hand on my websites. I don't trust anybody else to do search engine optimization. There's so much to it and she does a great job. If you're really going to get results with Google, you have to make sure your website is SEO optimized. And I really don't want you doing it yourself as a chiropractor. You just have to have this type of stuff done for you. There's just no way around it. And if you're looking to get more organic online traffic that pulls in new patients, Propel Marketing Design is currently offering chiropractors who listen to this podcast a free SEO website review. The free review will help you uncover methods that will improve your website and boost your search engine visibility. Head over to propelyourcompany.com slash chiropractor and schedule your free SEO website review. You won't regret it. She gets great results and your website needs this. Your search results need this. Head on over there to propelyourcompany.com slash chiropractor to get your free SEO website review today. I want to take a second to talk about a company that I really respect. These guys are great. I've known them personally, and they just have a high standard in our profession, and that is ChiroUp. ChiroUp is an online platform designed by chiropractors, doctors Tim Bertelsmith and Brandon Steele. I've personally worked with these guys before. They've spoken all around the world, teaching best practices for a variety of conditions. And about five years ago, they finally put together an idea that we've all already had. ChiroUp is an online platform that holds up-to-date protocols for over 100 conditions that we treat. The information in these protocols is then used 
to create take-home reports for our patients in literally four clicks, and they are 100% evidence-based. But the most refreshing thing about ChiroUp is that their mission is built on advancing the standard and reputation of chiropractic care, and that's something I know I can get behind. If you haven't checked them out yet, stop what you're doing now, go to their website, and set up an account. First-time subscribers can get 15% off their monthly subscription with the code CHRISTY15. That's CHRISTY15 for 15% off your monthly subscription. Get started, and you can thank me later. But what's going to happen is when you ask that R-factor question, you're going to really understand what their problem levels are. Okay, so now when you'll roll into your exam and your functional assessment, you do all that, your treatment, and, and then when you go to your report of findings, I do mine at the end of the first day. If you decide to do it on day two, that's fine. Whenever you do it, I don't care. I do it at the end of day one. It takes me a few, day, a few minutes to do, and I just sit down with them, and I try to story brand it, you know, not trying to play verbal gymnastics or anything like that, but I really try to make it about them. And ultimately, if I'm sitting across from, you know, Mary, that's she's the character you're gonna sit down and and this is what it's gonna look like right say okay Mary uh, good news is is um, during our examination there's no red flags with your knee pain it the diagnosis is um, IT band syndrome you might have got it from uh, walking and uh, you you know you can explain the IT band syndrome a little bit Uh, and then I want you to go into the indirect cause but as during my functional assessment I also noticed your your hip was a little unstable and so I think that might be causing the knee pain that you're having and so we're going to uh, really try to address not only your you know diagnosis of the IT band and the knee pain but also the indirect cause of it as well because our goal is for you to be able to walk pain-free as much as you want. We don't want this coming back. And I really want you to become injury resistant. And that's, some of the, that's one of the big goals we have with our patients is not only get you out of care, but to also help decrease the chance of re-injury. If you do get re-injured, the severity will be a lot less. And if you do get re-injured, your recovery time will improve. And so then our office, that's what we, that's how we kind of define, define injury resistance. And so our treatment plan based on um, your condition, how long you've had it, my examination findings and my experience with this condition is I need to see you two times a week for the next four weeks. Each visit will have an open line of communication. We're going to add some exercises to uh, each visit as we go along. But when you do come in, we're going to do a little bit of soft tissue work. We're going to do some adjustment of blah, blah, blah. And we're going to work on the knee and the hip. I think typically we see the knee pain will go away sooner, but it doesn't mean we're done yet because we're still trying to address the functional issue with the hip as well. And that's why we need a little bit of time to to really uh, work through this and get you uh, feeling better and uh, functioning at a high level. And, And again, our goal is for you to be able to walk and not have this come back. We're gonna prescribe you some exercises and some things to do at home Um, that I need you to keep up with as well. So does that treatment plan and and those uh, homework uh, exercises, does that sound good? Can you, can you do that? And then that's where, however you, you do that part of it, you want them to get into agreement, right? So basically what you just heard me say, and you can do it differently. I'm not here to script anything, but what you've just heard me go through was addressing, you know, obviously one of the story is her two is I broke down the the problem level right and then three I introduced 
you know, I'm sitting in front of her, so I'm the, the guide. I introduce the treatment plan, so that's four is the plan. I, I give a nice detailed plan. I asked her to go and, you know, basically get in agreement with me. Is she, does that sound good? Does that make sense? And that's her accepting to take action. Now, if she says something like, oh, I'm too, you know, a lot of times, obviously, money, finances, and maybe travel distance get in the way of your treatment plan. A lot of times, if they bring that up to me, I would say, okay, I understand that. I have to give you my treatment plan based on um, what I found in the examination and, and the ideal results. I can't take time, money, and travel into consideration, even though I know that's a reality. I'll let you and Melissa at the front uh, work through that a little bit. Okay, so that's how I, I um, handle those uh, types of objectives, right? Um, and so if they get into agreement or whatever at the end and say, okay, I feel very confident that if you follow this treatment plan, we're going to get to the success that you desire, which is walking uh, at night without pain. Sound good. Perfect. And so that's what story branding looks like. Now, I kind of rolled through it pretty quickly and every everybody's going to be a little bit different as far as the conditions and all the different things. But um, take your time with it. Don't just spit out a bunch of information like a fire hydrant. You know, you can uh, handle what I just said at the pace that I did for brevity, um, but the patient might not be able to. Okay. Um, they, you know, for them, it's, it can be all new. So take your time with it and go through it. But what I like about it is it, it, it covers all the bases. And I also think sometimes we, we give them too much information, right? We just word vomit all over them. In this case, we're not doing that. I definitely, you definitely got to give them a diagnosis. I want you to give them the indirect cause that you found in your assessment. Um, I want you to discuss injury resistance. Um, you can bring up, like I like to bring up the good, obviously if they need an MRI, I don't do this, but I like to bring up the fact that there was no red flags. Good news is we don't need to get an MRI or I don't need to send you out to an orthopedist because that solves that philosophical conflict as well that they're concerned about, right? Like some of these people, they don't, they don't know, like they think they may need surgery. And if you can alleviate that for them right out of the gates in this report of findings, that calms them down a little bit and says, okay, great. Now they're a little more receptive. Um, obviously, if uh, they need further evaluation, you think it's a really bad injury and all that, you would handle it differently, but I'm not going to get in that to, uh, today. Uh, but you can see how you can just really communicate in a way that takes them down this path of, um, okay, this do doctor provided me with a diagnosis, provided me with what caused it, provided me with a, tr a clear treatment plan, let me know exactly what we're going to do when I come in, uh, how long this is going to take, things I'm going to need to do at home. And obviously, if there's any restrictions, that's part of your plan as well. I need you to avoid walking for the next five days, blah, 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 whatever it may be, you would put that in there as well. But they leave that conversation getting a pretty good grasp of what they've got going on. Now, they may go home and Google what IT band syndrome is. And uh, obviously, when I didn't describe IT band syndrome, but you would do that in as uh, layman terms as possible, right? Don't go too crazy on your descriptors for the condition. But I do like to give the diagnosis and describe it uh, in a fifth grade manner uh, as best I can, okay? And so that is um, story branding a report of findings. Um, you, you know, this isn't for you to have a script. You can definitely uh, tweak it a little bit if you're interested in uh, more details on it. Again, it's in my book. 
and it works through the whole thing there and takes a lot of the um, guesswork out of it. But uh, start to consider um, the R factor question and story branding your report of findings and you'll get better at it. It's not gonna be perfect right away, but you will get better at it and you'll see a marked improvement with your patient communication and ultimately their follow through with their care plan. Hope that was helpful. I'll talk to you soon. Have a great holiday season and we'll go from there. Thanks again for listening to another episode of the Modern Chiropractic Marketing Show. Before you leave, make sure you check out our website. We've got blogs and podcasts and all kinds of great info at www.modernchiropracticmarketing.com. We also have a closed Facebook group of the same name where a lot of like-minded chiropractors are workshopping ideas and making sure that we have this continual advancement of marketing, business, mindset, and just growth of your practice. So check us out, modernchiropracticmarketing.com and the Facebook group of the same name.